We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. Good morning. This is Robert Fukui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability podcast, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. So, good morning. Welcome back. Sorry, I was a little under the weather last week. <laughs> so, at a had a business trip to uh, to Mexico City, got back the night before and just was feeling really terrible. So sorry about that. We had to postpone our uh, talk for today. But uh, today we're going to talk about don't give away the farm, knowing how much free advice to give and you know when you need to stop. Uh, this is going to be especially good for consultants and coaches and other uh, folks that provide a service. So again, with my co-host, Eric Yoon of Standout Marketing. Eric, good morning and welcome. Morning. Hello. Good to be here. <laughs> and it's Eric's birthday today, so everybody wish Eric a happy 30th. He's uh, he's breaking the 30 barrier. So yep. <laughs> happy birthday, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so you had a good weekend celebrating? Yeah, I did. Got a lot of uh, my favorite thing in the world, which is shoes. So <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shoes, a lot of food. All right. And we got to eat. Yeah, it was great. Any Korean barbecue? Actually, I got some Korean barbecue chips. That was pretty cool. Someone got chips? me Korean barbecue chips. Yeah. Oh, never heard of those. Like potato oh. chips. How are they? <laughs> they're, uh, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah. That's right. interesting. All right. I'll have to try some next time I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. Well, today we're going to talk about don't give away the farm. Um, mm. You know, for those who know that expression, you know, don't give away everything. But, uh, you know, a lot of times as consultants and coaches and, and others that do a service, you know, part of the marketing activity that we do is giving some free advice. And uh, whether it's in seminars or like even here, what I'm doing here with Facebook Live and the podcast and so forth. Um, but how much, you know, how much is too much? How, you know, a lot of times, sometimes yeah. uh, you give free advice and, you know, the person just kind of takes your advice and just runs with it, right? Just go ahead and try to implement on their own. Doesn't, doesn't hire you as a consultant or a coach. Um, so sometimes it can get a little frustrating as far as knowing how much uh, free advice to give. So that's what we're going to talk about today, Eric. So you got any, mm -hmm. any starting questions or thoughts about this, this topic? I think that's a great question to start with is what, uh, how much is too much? <laughs> yeah. so i guess go with the title of the uh this, this uh, facebook live uh, well, how much is too much uh, yeah. well i think the bottom line is i think you got to determine that a little bit for yourself but um, you got to determine the boundaries of of how much free advice to give um and you just got to start paying attention of when you you know people are just starting to abuse your time now a lot of it too you have to start with identifying who your target market is you know, I think too many times um, if we're uh, giving advice to those that aren't even in your, not even part of your target market, um, that's part of why, you know, they don't even uh, engage you, retain you as a, as a coach or a consultant. Um, so sometimes, especially if you're like you, like you and I, we um, deal with business owners or business. And so, you know, if you're dealing with a startup, 
Um, a lot of times they're just going to, they're, they're not going to be one they probably can't afford you anyway. So um, they'll, they'll take that advice and try and run with it. Um, versus if you're targeting more of a higher end clientele, those that have been in business a lot longer and have the means to hire a consultant, um, they'll tend to actually, um, they'll actually tend to not just uh, listen to your advice, but actually consider you and actually engage with you as a uh, consultant. So a lot of times, even saving the target market, who, who are you dealing with on a day-to-day basis and understanding that there's certain groups of people that um, can or can't afford you. And so based on that factor, they're going to either try and just take your advice and run with it or consider you to engage you with the client. The other thing is too, you got to be intentional about well, closing it, closing the deal. Right, we talked about that last time. Is closing yeah. the deal. We you have to close, and so even though they may not say yes to engage with a client that day, but take that next step. Right, we talked about incremental steps last time. So as you're giving that free advice, somehow you got to close on the fact that hey, you know what's the next step? You know what? Right. Sometimes we're just giving free advice, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And you expect the person on the other end, that potential client, to say, hey, I want to engage with you as a consultant. Mm-hmm. but you sometimes you just have to ask. And so a lot of times because you don't close and, and ask for that next step, um, that's another reason why people just take your advice and run. Right. So that, that's kind of, that's kind of how we got to start is one, you got to, you know, set your boundaries and you got to determine that for yourself and, you know, and right. identify, you know, when are people really abusing your time? Um, the second thing is really identifying who's your target market. Are you actually talking to your target market anyway? Mm-hmm. And then the other one is you're going to have to close and ask them to take the next step um, right. if there is one. So, so for you, when you set your boundaries on um, your information and not giving away the farm, is it more of um, you limit your consult your initial consultation to a certain time frame, or mm-hmm. content wise, do you say, okay, this is how much content, this is the content that I set aside for free, but this content I won't give away that information. Does that make sense? Is it more mm-hmm. boundary through time or boundary through? Um, for me, it's mainly for time. It's mainly for time because mm-hmm. I, I feel no matter no matter whether it's free or they're paying me, um, I want to give my I want to share my wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you said that earlier, you know, or maybe it was before we actually got on that. You know, it's impossible to share everything in say an hour consultation, free mm-hmm. consultation, right? right. I can give you some very good sound advice based on your situation, but the fact of the matter is it takes a lot more time in researching, getting to know your business, getting to know the industry, getting to know your target market, X, X, Y, and Z to really give a sound plan or strategy for the business. So in that one hour, you know, I, I give the best to my knowledge and the mobility based on the information I have from the yeah. potential client. Um, but I, it's, it's not going to be everything. It's impossible. Right. Right. So, um, so, cause my engagements last more than an hour typically. <laughs> so in any project it's going to take, you know, multiple days. So, um, so I, I am always one to just, you give freely. You just say, Hey, if I'm, if I've dedicated, if I've said, I'm going to give you an hour of my time, I'm going to give you an hour of my time and give you the best that I have um, instead of trying to hold stuff back. Cause that's not a good, that's not a good thing. And I think people can read through that too, when they can sense when you're actually holding back. Um, right. And so, and it goes back to target market. You know, I think, I'm, you know, I think early on in my consulting career, 
yeah, I was getting a lot of, you know, I was doing a lot of free advice and nothing was going on. Um, but I also wasn't dealing with my right target audience e- either. You know, mm-hmm. these days, you know, especially over this last year, I do a, a free profit assessment. I have an actual system in place that I do an interview with the client. I do a workup of their assessment of the profitability of the business. And I meet with them a, a second time and give them a report. And in that report is also a close. It's like, here's the scope of work I can do based on the information I found. These are areas I can help you improve your right. business. And then that becomes like a contract. Yeah. And so, so there, there's a close there. There's a next step. Mm-hmm. And so, and so that's kind of how I deal with it. So yeah, I, I actually give more than just one session. I give two mm-hmm. sessions and, and also right. I do some work at home as, or in my office as well. Um, right. But one, it's dealing with the right audience mm-hmm. and, and there's even in the free assessment, they have to give me some information. Mm-hmm. So I ask for their last 12 months income statement, and then I do the interview and so forth. So they're actually giving me something in return. So it's not totally free. They have to they have to have some effort into it. And then because there's already an exchange of information, there, there seems to be a little bit more of a connection. It seems like a, there's like a natural next step to, okay, let's engage with, with, with Robert. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's kind of how I deal so, with it. That sounds like... Um really setting those boundaries is a lot of it is just, or, or knowing when you're giving too much is one setting a boundary with time, making sure people don't abuse your time. And then also making sure you intentionally have an off ramp in your presentation or your meeting mm-hmm. or whatever it is mm-hmm. to make sure that you, there's an off ramp to be able to close right. um, at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like what we were discussing over the last couple of weeks previously about sale, the sales call. Yeah, don't show up and throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And the last piece is you got to close, right? There's got to be a natural next step. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then through my process, it's almost like a discovery process of uncovering the needs of the client. So even when we talked about last time about the sales process, yeah, not showing and throw up, but just actually provide them what they need. Well, my discovery process of their of their business. uncovers that their need yeah and we have we have two conversations about on the front end and the back end we have the conversation about their needs so the the interview process was uncovering some of their initial needs and through my own discovery of the business and the financials and so forth when i meet with them that second time we really uncover some key areas that they they definitely say yeah we need help in that area and then i say here's where here's how i can help and this is how this is what the engagement would look like and yeah. so um, there's there's kind of a, even though it's, it seems like a, a length, it's a lengthy process, and probably a lot of consultants or coaches would say I want to do all that for free because it takes a, num- a bit of time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the close my close rate is very 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 high. It's um, mm-hmm. all up into the eighty percent or more, nice. and that's because I'm taking my time. I'm giving them something yeah. of true value. Um, mm-hmm. They see the time I'm committing to them. They're giving me information. Yeah. I actually discover key areas in their business that need help and they, they understand that too and they see it, they feel the pain and then I show them here's how I can help. And yeah. so uh, there's this, so it's not just me giving advice, but it's actually for me seeing what's going on within, within the business. Mm-hmm. And so there becomes a, a kind of like a, um, an engagement even before I'm closing on the deal. There's, there's, as we're going through this two, three step process, there's actually a level of engagement there that, starts to connect between me and the client. Yeah. 
now so there's some other things you know people can do um, now now I've in the past too but also sometimes I've charged for a free assessment now that a lot of times that's kind of like a um, mainly, mainly by feel <laughs> I'm like thinking is this person wasting my time or is he really serious so sometimes yeah. I even charge a nominal fee just to mm-hmm. give get some skin in the game because I just want to make sure I'm not wasting my time right and it's and it's not because I'm charging because I just want to charge, um, but again, even if so, for me, wasting my time isn't just because they're not paying me. That's not I don't consider right. that waste of my time. It's really a matter of are they just are they just shopping around, kicking the tires, not really serious about really engaging with anyone, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just trying to get a lot of free advice. Um, which is fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, even, you know, there's, you, you, as any individual, I think there's a lot of free information out there. So it's, you know, right. feel free to go out into the internet and all that. Um, but just sometimes you're just going to get a feeling about people and it's like, look, I don't want to totally waste my time here. And so here, if you're serious, um, right. if you're serious about talking, then here's a, here's a nominal fee that I charge. Yeah. I don't say nominal fee. It's, it's, you know, it could be 50 bucks, hundred bucks, something like that. Right. Does that help? Yeah, absolutely. That helps a lot. That helps clarify it. I think, um, because you were saying something earlier too about how people can tell when you're holding back, Mm -hmm. right? And when you're talking. And and I just like, um, and this helps helps for me because naturally for me, when I go into a meeting, I just want to give them as much as I can, give Mm -hmm. them as much value and just communicate to them um, that, that I really am on their team. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe, I don't know if every person that goes into a meeting really feeling kind of like a, a purity in their heart of, I really want to help this person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do. And I hate when people, um, don't, you know, come into a meeting with me having a preconceived notion, like, Oh, he's just trying to sell me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I try to just like, kind of like break that like perception you know, by just over flooding them with amazing just value and just letting them know and almost wowing them like, dang, he just like said that to me. Like I didn't have to pay for that. You know, that's kind of like, the, <laughs> that's almost like what I want them to walk away from the meeting feeling like is like, he gave me a lot of value that I would normally have to pay someone for, you know, so basically, that, are you, you're giving them an actual, like, um, an actual strategy or an actual solution. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I would, I would say, I would say even sometimes, you know, um, and I would communicate, this is what I do, but, you know, right now, if it's not in your budget, you know, these are the things I would do given the resources you do have right now, mm-hmm. you know, ABCD, you know, um, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, you could do this on your iPhone. That's all you need. And you can get amazing ROI on it and it'll cost nothing to you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I just give them, you know, strategies like that. And a lot of times they're wowed by it and, you know, they're, they'll bring me in for another consultation meeting or, um, and, and sometimes that has, um, led me, led them to tell their friends like, Hey, this guy knows a lot about this mm-hmm. stuff. You should talk to him mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that. So I think my mentality is I always hear that song. Let's give him something to talk about, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like with every meeting is so let's give him something to talk about, you know, yeah. like let's get that's a buzz good. going about what with the value that you're bringing then. Yeah. And so, but it is good, good to know when is it too much <laughs> for me? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, that's always good, especially when you can give a customized, um, you know, somewhat solution, even if it's in a one-hour period of time. Certainly, you can't give a, a very complete strategy, but you can give them some good suggestions um, right. that can help them out. 
um, moving forward. And so that's always helpful instead of just, like we said a couple of weeks ago, like sh- just show up and throw up, just talk about everything yeah. that you know about social media or digital marketing or video production or whatever, but to actually give them mm-hmm. something of value, which would mean giving something right. that ap- uh, applies to them in their situation. Mm-hmm. Right. How do you, not just show what you know not about social off. media, but just right. say, here, here's what I would do, or these are the kind of images and posts and hashtags I would use for, for your business um, right. that I think would work. Right, mm-hmm. so have a customized solution so that they can see, um, hey, he's already thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Right, not just right. throwing up a bunch of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's where people kind of glaze over. Right. <laughs> yeah, I realize like when I go in and I just start talking. Always, I just start trying to going straight to the values of the mm-hmm. company because I think that really shows the heart. And then once you get the values, you kind of are able to know okay what their brand is, what their what a possible marketing strategy can be. You just know why their company exists and, you know, things like that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think people like talking about values and I think there's like a, a, a mutual trust that happens when you connect over values. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing you can do to uh, give free advice or, or whatever is even um, maybe even uh, set aside some time. Um, even over the internet. So like, just like what we're doing right now on Facebook live and on the podcast, hey, here's your, here's your uh, opportunity to actually ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I'm always encouraging people to type in or write in questions, either on the Facebook post or email me, Hey, write in your question and I'll, I'll we'll answer it. <laughs> so, yeah. so this is also time to do free advice. And sometimes what I've, I've told some people is like, yeah, if you if you want to get, if you want to get some answers and some business questions, just say, turn into our, our Facebook live uh, page and then type in, type in a question and then we'll mm-hmm. be happy to answer it there. So that, you know, you can even set aside times for that or do free webinars, um, you know, whether they're recorded or live or whatever, or seminars, just go do seminars around um, where it's through organizations or other business people. And maybe there's people that, you know, uh, whether it's clients or past clients or potential clients or even other um, people that you collaborate with that might want to put on some kind of free uh, digital marketing seminar or something like that. Maybe you work with another agency or or another consultant that does something similar, but where you kind of have some synergy. Mm -hmm. Um, And certainly, so it could be live physically or, you know, because of the internet and, Mess a little leverage, leverage that, and do some free webinars, or do it on Facebook Live, like we're doing now. So, yeah, there's different ways to deliver free. Yeah, right. um, the key is, yeah, you want to make sure there's that there's some kind of next step um, mm-hmm. for people, because a lot of times when you don't um, close a deal, it's because you don't ask. Mm-hmm. And there's a scripture that says, you know, you don't, if you don't get cause you don't ask. So you gotta, you gotta right. ask. <laughs> right. And that's usually the number one reasons why when you survey uh, potential clients, um, you know, they've been asked, you know, why did you not purchase? Um, mm-hmm. The number one reason why they didn't purchase was cause they weren't asked. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, even seasoned sales professionals, sometimes we forget to ask. It's something yeah. as simple and basic as that is just ask for the business. And yeah. so at the end of the day, when you're doing free, um, you got to remember, you got to ask, ask for that next step. It may not be appropriate to ask for the business at the time, but you can at least ask for that next step. Hey, what's the mm-hmm. next step here? Yeah. 
So anything else, Eric? Anything else in your mind with, with this or any other questions that come to mind? Yeah, I'm thinking, I mean, even not maybe just in a meeting setting, but even the way that you would make, um, you know, your social media campaigns or, um, or like even your website design, right? I've been to um, a lot of, we're talking about getting to the next step, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of websites who aren't really intentional with their call to actions. And uh, for some of them, it's, you know, they're, they just want calls. Like they're like, I don't know, we, we would ask them, you know, they have all these on the website. There's like, you know, sign up here for newsletter. And that's like a big thing, you know, and, um, or like, this is our address and things like that. And I would ask them, what's your, um, where does most of your business come from? And then they were talking about phone calls. Right. So I'm like, why, why don't we have more big phone call buttons? Right. Mm-hmm. You have all this information about who you are. You're trying to sell them, mm-hmm. but, um, what's the right, you know, call to action that you would want and there's phone calls. And so, you know, that's a change that we made too. It's like trying, you know, like you're, you're kind of overwhelming them with like three different options and the phone call just gets kind of lost in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So I think even in that, it's just, that's really cl- uh, You want to make it clear because if they like you, they want to get involved with you. Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. you got to do is just make it really clear, like mm-hmm. phone call. That's what mm-hmm. we want. We want from you a phone call, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, a lot of times, like we feel like, oh, but they can come in through this way and this way and this way. But it's just, yeah, it's just good to clearly communicate what's the next step. It's very important. Yeah, I think that's a great point because um, it's knowing your audience, right? Mm-hmm. So if they already know that most of their uh, requests come through over the phone versus an email or whatever, um, yeah, make it make it obvious on the, on the website. That's a call. That's a call to action. The website's free. It's a free way for people to engage with you. But what's the next step? So right. that's a good point. Mm-hmm. so cool well, anything else Eric I think that's good alright yeah. well cool hey this is a interesting topic a fun topic I mean I deal with this all the time I know you do too and I know there's a lot of other consultants and coaches and stuff out there that deal with the same question um, so I think again remember kind of re- quick recap is you just got to set your boundaries of, of what's of how much is too much for you um, and you're going to have to determine that for yourself but I think it comes down to um, sometimes you're just not dealing with the right target audience. Sometimes the people that are wasting your time are those that you don't even want as as clients anyway. And so, um, yeah. and so, and but when you're going to give that free, um, don't don't hold back. Just give you know give your best because um, people see that. And but you got to close. You got to ask for that next step. What is that next step that that you can take? with that potential client. And so too many times we just kind of give the free advice and we just leave it hanging, but you got to ask for that next step. So, so do that. And I think, um, I think their, your, your close rates, your engagement with potential clients are going to increase. Um, and so, yeah. So anyways, thanks again, Eric, for, for joining me. Thanks everyone for tuning in on the, on the Facebook live or on the, on the podcast. Thank you again for listening to the Purpose and Profitability Podcast. If you've got any other business questions or topics that you'd like to hear about, go ahead and email me um, directly at prosper at i61businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at the letter I, the number 61, businessdevelopment.com. Or go to the Facebook page. If you're already on the Facebook page, Purpose and Profitability, then go ahead and just type in your question right there. And then tune in next week as we go live again. And so thank you again for listening. This is Robert Fakui. And remember, purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.